Over the years, we've interacted with hundreds of women and men who are serving God in a local church, whether it's professionals or volunteers. Pastors are heroes in our world. Pastors pray for people in hospital rooms, show up at events to be a blessing, care for small groups, work hard in God's service, and prepare messages from God's Word to bring encouragement. We thank God for pastors. Hello, friends. Welcome to Soul Talks. So glad to have you in conversation with us. We're so blessed to have you contact us and tell us about your your life and your ministry and how you're engaging with soul shepherding. And today we have a special message for you, a, a blessing of prayer and affirmation in your ministry. You know, uh, Christy, most of us in ministry, we just try too hard. Whatever our particular calling and gift is for serving the Lord, we tend to put uh, too much time into it, too much uh, worry and stress and strain, and uh, try too hard to be wise or to make people happy and uh, encourage them. We get exhausted. Uh, we may even burn out. Yeah, or we start to orbit around people, trying too hard to please them, worrying too much about what they think or basing our identity on what they think. Yeah, I think over-preparing is a way that we deal with our anxiety. Mm -hmm. And uh, the problem with that, preparation is important for a sermon you're going to give or a teaching or a small group or a a meeting you're leading or a conversation with somebody where you're supporting them, caring for them, counseling them. Preparation, prayer, um, being in a right disposition is very important, but... It's also something that we can so focus on and worry about and pour time and energy into that we're making it all about me. Mm-hmm. And then we're missing the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. And depending upon self, it's, it exhausts us. We're, we're just not up for that. We can't carry this. So I have to constantly remind myself of this because I, I am very guilty of uh, the, um, or very prone to, I should say, over-preparing and doing too much work in anticipation of something that I'm going to lead. And I have to constantly remind myself, you know, Bill, Jesus is the preacher. Jesus is the teacher. He's the counselor. He's the leader. And the most important preparation I do for anything that I lead is uh, cultivating the attitude and the demeanor within myself through prayer, through trust and dependence on the Lord, that he is with me and Jesus is shining in glory uh, in that setting that I'm going to be leading in, and I want my attention to be on him. I want to uh, hopefully help other people put their attention on Jesus. And so I'm trusting in what Jesus is saying to people more than what I'm going to say. And that's a great relief. That's, that is. And it's been really helpful to watch you train in that and watch you grow in that and to see the difference that it makes. It's made a huge difference yeah. in anxiety. I have, I used to have a lot of anxiety about speaking, like panic attacks, and I didn't want to be a speaker anymore, going back over tw- over 20 years. And the Lord helped me learn to do it a different way. And through a lot of practice of speaking, you know, when you've done it thousands of times, that helps, helps a lot. But uh, yeah, I really want my best... Um, ability as a speaker to be in that attention on the Lord in the midst. Yeah, I'm so thankful for that because I've learned so much from you as you speak and, and teach others. So I'm grateful that 
you didn't let that take you out and you learned this new way, this right way, this life-giving way. So we can be in the peace of Christ as we speak, as we minister. Um, you know, public speaking is like the number one fear, the number one phobia that people have. But we, we can get over that and we can have a, a calmness and a confidence in the Lord in our midst as we speak. We can have a, a source of joy and happiness that transcends our circumstances, even as we said in uh, last week's Soul Talks, there might be some people in the audience that have blank faces or frowns or nodding off to sleep. And well, you know, uh, that there might be something I need to learn as a speaker from that, but probably it has nothing to do with me. And if I put my faith in Jesus in the midst, I can be relaxed and happy because, uh, hey, I'm in the kingdom of God with the Lord and he's using me. You know, I hope if you're listening that you're not thinking, well, I'm not a speaker. This doesn't really apply to me, but we are talking to you if you're a small group leader, if you're a counselor or a caregiver, because you feel this too. You might find yourself after you've led a group questioning, you know, was I effective? Um, or, oh, I didn't say the right thing. Did I even make a difference? You know, all of us feel this in our different contexts too, not just speaking. There's this sense of kind of you put yourself out there in ministry mm-hmm. And then you struggle with self-doubt and self-criticism. And we feel this sense of, you know, we call it afterburn. Like, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. Why did I say that? Or I said too much or I shared too much or, or oh, I wish I had a do-over. I wish I would have thought to say this, this, would, this is what I should have said. And we can really get caught up in that. Yeah, we've learned not to do that. I know it really helps me that... You know, after we speak together, we don't go into that sort of a process. You know, we, we let the talk go to the Lord and release it to Him. He's, he's in charge. You know, we, we gave our best, and what matters most is really not what we said, but what Jesus is saying. And uh, hopefully we've facilitated uh, an ambience, a context, uh, an experience for people to listen to God, not only through what we say, but uh, through attending to the Lord in our midst. And it's in, you're right, the same thing is true in a small group or a, a one-on-one conversation context. It's like, if I try too hard to say all the right things, I'm, I'm making it about me. And no, it's really about the Lord in, in my midst. And I want to also, I want to, to help people connect with Jesus and to help them know how much God loves them. I want to tune in to the people. Well, what do you need? What, what, what are you feeling? What's going on with you? And even as a speaker, we can do that. Yeah, that's, that's so good. So what are some things that have helped you learn this life-giving way about how to do ministry? Well, it's, the key has been, uh, so before I speak or lead or counsel, I've, have, you know, many times I have envisioned that situation using my imagination in a time of prayer and I, I place Jesus before my mind and before the mind of the, the person or the people that I'm going to be with. And my prayer is, is that Jesus would be the teacher. Uh, he would be the wonderful counselor. And uh, by putting my heart on the Lord, I find that that really helps other people do that. It's not so much something that I say when I'm with people as it is in my heart's attitude and that helps me to relax when I see that, no, Jesus is in charge here, and I'm his assistant. This is your way of applying Jesus' teaching in John fifteen five. Abide in me, and you will bear much fruit. Applying that to ministry. 
Yeah, so I, I found that if I abide in Jesus in anticipation of a soul talk I'm going to have with somebody, or I abide in Jesus in anticipation of, of a sermon or a seminar I'm going to lead, or our Soul Shepherding Institute, a whole week classes and groups that we're leading with people, a week of training, when I will pray in this way beforehand and then bring that demeanor that attitude into my engagement, it, it makes all the difference in the world. I'm relaxed, I'm happy, and I've seen over the years that it helps other people put their attention on Jesus. That's really, really helpful. And then the other thing I think that you have worked to do is to look to seeking God's affirmation only as enough. Like this last couple times we've spoken, the people that the ministries that have put on the event that we've spoken at, they've done feedback forms, evaluation forms that they've asked. And we haven't gotten to see those. And there's this part of me that's like, well, I want to see those. I want to like, what did they say? Like, I'm all curious. Like, I want the feedback and I want to learn from it and I want, I want to know. And it's been an opportunity for me to train to just say, no, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people said on the feedback forms. In terms of my self-esteem, your self-esteem, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we, we need to hear to learn something as to how we can be more effective mm-hmm. as a speaker, minister, yeah. counselor, et cetera. But yeah, your, your point about where are we hinging our self-esteem and our security, that is key. Yeah, that we're looking to, to ha- rely that on God's affirmation of us. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Lord does that particularly through the scripture, of course. That's so helpful to us. And then also... Through Christ's ambassadors, the people in our inner circle that know us really well and can give us very specific, uh, heartfelt but objective feedback, we can often hear the Lord speaking through that. Mm-hmm. Well, you've written a prayer for pastors, for leaders, for ministers, small group leaders, counselors. This prayer is is here to provide an avenue for people to hear from the Lord through Scripture. Yeah, it's a medley of scripture meditations, and I wrote this, like most of the almost thousand resources on our website, I usually have written this, or some of them you've written, Christy, uh, we've written them for ourselves, <laughs> in our own abiding in Christ, or maybe for a particular person or group that's asked us to question, and then we've, we've prayed how to best uh, serve them and support them. And so it's been fun for me to see uh, in recent years that we've had six, over 6,500 people uh, in ministry who have downloaded a prayer for pastors and anyone who ministers to others. And uh, one one pastor contacted Soul Shepherding and said he was so stressed and depleted and discouraged that he was ready to quit. Uh, but he stumbled on our prayer for pastors and prayed over and over and over. And it was so encouraging to him because he said it was just like sinking into a bathtub uh, of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, yeah, because that's what this this prayer is. Is it's a meditation on a, a, a bunch of scriptures that are really affirming. Yeah. Well, we want to minister this prayer to you, our listeners, and as we do, I hope you won't think this is just for pastors. This is for pastors for sure, but it's it's a way for all of you, teachers, counselors, all of you serving in any way to be able to renew your mind in prayer and empower you to minister out of your abiding in Christ. And so as you listen, we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would would draw to each one of us personally our attention to a phrase from this prayer that's from you for us in our ministry today. 
Thank you, Jesus. The smile of the Father shines on me. I am approved of. I have the mind of Christ. I have important things to say. Upon me is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I am empowered. Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and I dwell in his kingdom of the heavens. He is my teacher, and I am his beloved apprentice. I urge people to join me and be with Jesus, to become like him. The word of God is alive and active, and it dwells richly in me. The Holy Spirit reminds me of Jesus' words of truth and grace so I can minister the word of life to others and it will not return void. The Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me so I do not speak with human wisdom or worldly excitement. Or rely on my own strength. I count on the power of Almighty God. As I teach, I listen to the voice of God and invite others to listen too. As I serve, I join the intercessions of the Holy Spirit, praying that we all cry out with the Spirit, Abba, Father, Jesus is Lord. The Lord is gracious in all things and captivates me continually. So I do not draw attention to myself, but to Jesus Christ alone. Nor do I base my identity on what people say about me. I am Christ's ambassador. My citizenship is in heaven's kingdom. My message is simply, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. Amen. We're going to email this prayer and devotional this week. It's going to be our blog, a prayer for pastors and anyone who ministers to others. And in that email, you will see all the scripture references uh, footnoted there. So which of these phrases especially ministered to you and encouraged you, Christy? What was your attention drawn to? The smile of the Father shines on me. I am approved of. What blesses you about that? Well, I need to know that because I can seek approval from people instead of from God. And I can also project a frown upon God's face instead of a Mm -hmm. smile. Mm -hmm. And so I need to see the smile of the Father shining on me, and I need to to know He approves of me. So sometimes if you're feeling insecure or inadequate or some self-doubt, then that will color your image of God. Very much. Yes, it does. And also it will make me think that I need to maybe earn God's approval or do something to, you know, even in ministry 
I can fall into that old thinking. And so this sentence, the smile, the Father shines on me. I am approved of. I'm already, he's already smiling at me. He's already approved of me. I don't have to earn it by doing a good job. Or So it helps you not to, not to be anxious and discouraged and to then start scurrying around like a hamster on, on the wheel, going around and around trying to do better, do more, and make people happy, please them, impress them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. About for you, which... Well, so much of this because it comes out of my own longings for God's grace. But as we were just going through this together, I was especially warmed with this phrase, the Lord is glorious in all things and captivates me continually because I want that to be true of me. And yet I'm aware that often I'm not captivated by the Spirit of Christ in my midst. And so... I, 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 but I encourage myself with the reality that uh, God is always present at work, shining beautifully and uh, in love and mercy and truth. And that oftentimes I do tune into God's presence. Mm-hmm. And then even I more heard often. I did that in the shower this morning. Singing. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and other times, even when I'm not consciously captivated by Christ, I can look back and realize that, well, unconsciously, you know, my heart, my body, I, I really was serving the Lord. Uh, I wasn't focused on on Bill and straining or, or worrying. And so it's just a great, great prayer for me to just keep remembering, yeah, Jesus, the Father, Spirit, shining gloriously all, all around me, the Trinity, in all things, right now, as I'm doing what I'm doing. And so I try to remind myself of that. You know, this prayer is helpful in that, honey. It, it helps to enthrall our minds with Jesus as we read these things, like as it points out that, you know, the, the Holy Spirit's interceding for us. And we get to join mm-hmm. in with that. That's a, that's a way of enthralling our minds with, with God and thinking, wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. I mean, you can just spend time with that. It's so important, isn't it? Because we, even prayer, we can think that it's up to me and, oh, I'm not praying enough, which is just so common that uh, Christians, especially pastors, feel this way. And yet what we need to do is go, okay, well, it starts with the fact that the Holy Spirit is praying uh, within me, around me. Uh, There's angels at work around me. Jesus is the right hand of the Father. He's interceding for me, for the people around me and what we're doing. And when I appreciate that, that gets me talking to God, and I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm praying before I know it. Yeah, so. it jumpstarts the prayer, doesn't it? Because it depends on God, and it puts me in the right posture of depending, of, of responding mm-hmm. and interacting with the Lord, rather than having to generate it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and there's this smile of the Father, a prayer that actually helps us receive his love, and then we respond to his love. We love because he first loved us. This this prayer helps me feel God's love. Is there another line that you appreciate and you would want to offer as an affirmation for our listeners? Well, I, I really like the way that you say here, I don't rely on my own strength. I count on the power of the Almighty God. Mm-hmm. As I teach, or you could put in there, as I minister, mm-hmm. I listen to the voice of God and invite others to listen to. Mm. That's what we were talking about at the mm-hmm. outset. Yeah. It's that it's not all up to me. I'm in the flow of the Spirit here. I'm His, I'm his willing vessel. I'm relying on His power and presence with me. 
what a difference it makes when we do our ministry in the easy yoke of Jesus. You know, I mean, that's not just a, a book I've written. That's the life I've learned to live. And it is a, it's just a total difference for me. Ministry, especially speaking, used to be a very anxious, stressful thing for me. And my self-esteem was just always on the line with how I did or didn't do. And uh, learning how to do it with Jesus and for God's glory in, the, in this easy yoke, this, these rhythms of grace, this attunement with the Lord in my midst has just made it a, a blessing and a joy, whether I'm in a counseling setting or I'm preaching a sermon or I'm leading a, a group. Jesus, we pray for each person in our soul shepherding community that they would spend some more time in this prayer that's really your words your words from Scripture, from the Bible, and that they would take courage to share this with a friend that they can have a soul talk with about what you're speaking to their souls, of how you're encouraging them to see your smile, Lord, and to live in that reality. In Jesus' name, amen. The Soul Shepherding Institute starts its seventh cohort with Women and Men in Ministry the first week of February. We'd love to have you join us. Each of our five-day retreats features training in Christ-centered soul care and ministry to others. You'll be greatly encouraged and empowered in your apprenticeship to Jesus by being a part of this emotionally healthy and vibrant community of leaders. Contact us at soulshepherding.org to learn more.